I do love you. I've tried to forget you, but no matter what I do, your face is always on the tip of my tongue. Now let me stay with you. Ramada, I want to be with you. I want to hold you. I want to meet your parents and pet your dog. My parents are dead, Topper. My dog ate them. Sorry. With you. Alrighty, Dark Carousel Podcast fans! We are back today with episode six. And of course, with me as always is Snag. What's going on, spooky people? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Well, we are back. And again, episode six. This is it, guys. Hello. Greetings from the Dark Carousel basement. We are uh, definitely messing around today, and we are going to be talking about today true life horror stories. True life horror stories. And and not just true life horror stories. True life horror stories that sound like they're come, coming straight up a horror movie. My life is a oh, horror story. Goodness. This is... I'm excited about this one. I y- mean... You know what else is horrible? What? Man, naked. <laughs> I have not, honestly. I have every day when I take a shower. Well, guess what? I'll, I'll just play it again. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> uh, well, uh, greetings, guys, on this beautiful Mart- yeah. <laughs> March, April yeah. 25th of 2022. Yeah, he don't even know the date, man. Holy shit. So, it's better than our last episodes, man. We were all fucked up. Well, again, I think everything worked out. I mean, they came out okay, so I, I we just got to keep pushing forward. Yeah, absolutely. So today, guys, again, we've like, had a busy day today. Yeah, Jesus Christ, we've went everywhere. We went, we went, we went and had lunch. Yeah, and then after lunch, uh, we went, uh, <laughs> we went to the murder cycle shop and dreamed. Yeah, um, and then we got bored, and then we went uh, <laughs> a little further north, and we went to a military surplus, and we started like getting uh, Snags' new costume together. Man, and so far, what and I've it's got, hilarious. It is great. It is. I just started. I got a helmet. It's classic. I like a World War II like uh, military helmet. Well, it's, actually, it's closer. It's between War II and Nam. Well, the it's tag the says World War II. Well, again, it worked. It works. It out works. Great. Right now, and, I'm painting it right now. Yeah. so it's drying at the moment. Um, you even got the jumpsuit going. Yeah, <laughs> looks like you just jumped out of a you know an old helicopter. I was gonna do like an actual old Huey, <laughs> an actual like um, field. Um, uniform. Medic! Yeah, but you know, they didn't really have my size because they didn't really... Back in the day, they didn't have like medium, large, extra large, and small. So they had like 15 and a half, 16 and a half. Didn't really understand what was going on there, but found this jumpsuit that fits perfectly. So now it's time to create and have it an imagination. Um, But again, like Sweet said, guys, we are talking about, for this full hour, about true life Horror stories that happened here in America, ranging from, you know, the 1920s until modern era. Um, So here we are. You know, I don't want to jump right into it yet, but, you know, dude, some of the shit that I've been reading are absolutely fucking crazy. Well, guess what? It's time to kick ass and chew bubble (laughs) gum. It is always time. I'm all out of gum. So, in your true life horror stories here... Mm -hmm. I know there's not necessarily pertaining to me or you, yeah. just here in the world. What do we get out of this today? What do we get out of this today? Experience. Knowledge. No, it's just <laughs> just your surroundings in life. Like, I've learned not to trust them. You can't trust anybody, even if they're your best friend. I mean, the, the, the two brothers that hacked up their parents mm. and then went to a basketball game afterwards. I forget who they were, the Horrendous Brothers or something mm-hmm. stupid like that. But they, they murdered their parents 
And then on there's an array of like basketball cards, a rookie card, and mm-hmm. they're them two are in the background of the thing. But you, again, they killed their own parents. Yeah, and dude, that's fucking crazy. I mean, the people that brought you into this world, you took them out. Well, and then now they're either dead or spending their life in prison. I don't really know because I don't know the story, and I'm not going to say anything else about it. I just know that they uh, yeah they went crazy, and I was like, well, let's go see a basketball game. Let's go see if they um. <laughs> this is our last day. Let's go enjoy something. That's how it went. Uh, uh Uh-uh. That's how it went. No, thank you. Well, break out your story, man. Break out my story. Well, check this out, fellas. There's, I have, this is for episode six, and then here we are, episode six, and I'm so happy that we're here. You know, these true life horror stories that have been, that happened, and this one takes place in, let me find out. An on unsolved murder in 1912. It is called the Axe Murder House. Um, what's this first dude? When it comes to me and pronouncing words, mm-hmm. um, it is my literature is fucking terrible. So what's that first V word right there? <laughs> the word is villisca. Um, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the villisca ass murder ass ask murder house in Villisca, Iowa is a well-known terrorist attraction for ghost hunters and horror love al- lovers alike. The site of a gruesome, unsolved 1912 murder in which six children and two adults had their skulls completely crushed by an axe of an unknown predator. <laughs> Did that, just, just that right there. A, a, a person, random as fuck, just walks into a person's house, kills six children and two adults. For what? What is your problem? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> uh, that <laughs> I just I don't know how to explain that. Um, was purchased in 1994, restor- restored to its 19. 19- they found so the axe was found. Mm-hmm. The axe was found, purchased in 1994, and restored to its 1912 condition. And convert into a tourist destination, it cost $428 a night to stay at this old haunted home. Would you Would you want to stay in a home that someone got brutally fucking murdered? A whole family? <sighs> well, no. Why? That just, A, it doesn't sound appealing to me. B, that's a waste of money. Dude, that is... And then, what's the chances of you just... You be the lucky motherfuckers. It's like the Amityville house. You go into the house. You There's secret the... compartments or shit you don't know about. Some yeah. motherfucker comes out of the room you didn't even know of wall that moves or some shit. He comes up and kills your ass. You know, he. I mean, dude, that was 1912. That was uh, well dude, over 100 years ago. Don't matter. That motherfucker. He 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 didn't age. No, but the fact that that this, this they don't even know if it was a man. I mean, I'm assuming it was a man, but for somebody to go into, especially in 1912, where someone's going completely psychotic. Yeah. Brutally murdered six six children and killed two adults for what? Uh, yeah, you yeah. got me. So again, so you can stay in the house for four hundred twenty eight dollars a night in this old haunted home, where visitors can always report strange paranormal experience, such as visions of the man w- with an axe roaming the halls or a faint scream of the children. But in nineteen four, but in but in, I'm sorry, but in ni- November of 2014, the haunting took a darker turn. Robert Stephen Lorson Jr., 37 of Ranley, uh, here I'll just highlight it for you. 
Again, my literature is fucking garbage. <clears throat> yeah. Ryan Lander. Ryan Lander of Wisconsin was a regular recreational paranormal visiting with friends. <laughs> Dude, I can't read today. When the true horror stuck. The, Mongo- the, the Montgomery Sheriff uh, County, mm-hmm. Montgomery, the fucking gay, god damn it, Arthur. The Montgomery Sher- County Sheriff Office said that Loris suffered, oh my god, self-infliction injuries. So he like he hurt himself mm-hmm. at about 12.45 a.m., which is around the same time of the 1912 axe murders began that time. But again, okay, how, how do you know those exact times? Oh, yeah, this place, they, 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 they documented. Yeah, they documented my ass. The bellhop, he was there. Uh, Lorison recovered from his injuries, but has never spoken publicly about what occurred that day. For Martha Lim, the owner of the home, the incident was very upsetting. It's publicly, but not exactly the kind of pl- publicity mm-hmm. you desire to have. Exactly. But, but again, you're going into a house where a brutal fucking murder happened. Yeah. And what do you expect? I mean, the 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 demons or ghosts or the fucking I don't know. Why would someone just do that? But what? <laughs> why, why why would you do this? Why, why 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 would you do it? Why would you go off and just kill? What is your problem? I can't speak today. It's like I couldn't speak any time of the day. I couldn't speak since 1992. <laughs> well, again, it, the paranormal is wild. It's unexplainable. You never know. The dude just could have got it possessed. Well, it's like the Amityville Horror House. I mean, that, that shit's crazy as fuck. They said that the house was speaking to him. No, it. you just never know. I told you this shit's crazy. You, you know, just demons pop out of nowhere sometimes and say, hey, you know what? This is a weak soul. We're going to take a hold of his ass. But here's the thing. With, since you're not like a big paranormal person, what do you think of it? Like, how do you, how do you think someone's... I, th- I think that dude ingested some of that lead paint in that house and it fucked him up. Fucking <laughs> 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 lick wall liquor. Quit licking that window seal because that had lead-based paint in it and it fucked his brain. He's probably going to want to lick it in the schnozberries. <laughs> taste like schnozberries. Mm. <laughs> the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> well, Bobby, that was lead. Yeah, that was lead. And it went your blood and but the, your did, brain. it didn't say that he was like a part of the family he was just some yeah, random just a bystander to, yeah a tourist but again obviously no, he wasn't a tourist this was this was 1912 so he was just roman just chilling with an axe well i know but you, i'm talking about the guy that supposedly reoccurred it he he didn't he didn't kill anybody he just hurt himself, himself that's what i'm saying i don't know exactly what he did again, i mean I would i'm telling get, you he was the same thing he was licking some of that lead based paint man <laughs> well i don't i mean i would assume they repainted the home it, it don't matter it, but, but when we when i bought my house it had lead paint in the window seals that's why i had to replace everything motherfuckers are paranoid about that lead-based paint man it'll it'll destroy the brain well it's like back in like you know i don't know how long ago it was but people used to play with mercury yeah you just put it in their hands and shit and oh this is cool shit oh great i got cancer yeah there you go congratulations guys this shit's just slowly rolling know, over the nice. desk i got me a new mod guys <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> the smoke's rolling across the desk here you just um the house remains open for tourists to visit and overnight stays to this day i don't know so it is in um well i mean long as they got you know villasa iowa long as they got you know running plumbing and you know good water I, mean, I would assume so, but I would... Because, you know, I gotta have a shitter. Yeah, but dude, that'd be crazy you shit. you imagine that? 
sitting there just taking a shit, mind your own business, playing on your phone. Next thing you know, dude kicks in the door with an action, you're dead. <laughs> you don't have nothing to do. You just I'm telling you. Well, obviously he didn't have to do nothing to do in 1912. This motherfucker better have cameras and shit throughout the house, dude. I'm telling you because we we want proof. Like if I if I end up getting axed, murdered by a ghost or a demon or some innocent bystander or a little kid, <laughs> dude, this shit better be, be on TikTok. They go back and look at the security cameras and they don't see nothing but your head just splitting <laughs> open. <laughs> that's the definition of a splitting headache. <laughs> but that that's the thing. I mean, I don't know. I, I I would do it. It's like the 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 John Wayne Gacy house. That is a museum now, and I would love to go to that because I mean, thirty three bodies hidden underneath the crawl space. I thought they he, cleaned. I thought they cleaned all that out. Well, they did, of course. But that's where he. But see, the supposedly, and that's all. Another thing, too. Supposedly, there's even more that nobody knows about. Oh, I mean, probably, dude. He brutally enraped all these boys, mm. and he, he, there, everyone. But the conspiracy is behind of all that. The when you watch his interviews, he says he didn't do it. Yeah. Well, but when you do watch this whole thing, like he was a legit businessman. Yeah. Like he was a suit and tie guy. Like he was in, really big into politics. Everything. And like n- when people first heard that he was accused of this shit, like they, they all thought it was shocked. They they thought it was a lie at first. Like there's no way this guy is just too big of a you know political guy that wouldn't do shit like that, so on and so on. But you yeah. never know what people are capable. Obviously, of. Jeffrey Dahmer did what he did. That's obvious. Well, he screwed up though. He he got greedy and got caught. So and same thing with Ted Bundy. At first, dude, he was a lady killer. No pun intended. But he he lied his way through halfway through his trial, and eventually he confessed and said, "Yeah, I did everything. Did everything." To that Ted Bundy trials, and on honestly, I think that comes out tomorrow. The John Wayne Gacy tapes come out. Hmm. That's gonna be fucking like the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix was yeah. phenomenal. John, well, I, Wayne, I watched that that documentary on the serial killers. Yeah, on Netflix, I watched that, and well, there was this another murder. Uh, which one was the lady one? Where she like Dahmer? Was that the one that the one that killed all the ladies? No, he didn't like Who was the one that killed all the girls? That was Ted Bundy. Yeah, Bundy. Yeah. Driving around the country killing all the women. Yeah, he had the slut bug. Yeah. That one. And and this is where he got he got caught, where he got greedy. He went back to the same place he killed one of his other yeah. victims, went back and tried to go for two. Because he said he had his arm broke and he needed help to the car, and witnesses caught his ass. Yeah, and then on top of that, you got greedy, he, motherfucker. He was smart about it, and the reason why he's smart, he hid body parts all over the fucking country. Mm. He didn't give a fuck. He held what he, he. He's like a squirrel. He just buries his shit for the winter and comes back and gnaws <laughs> on it later. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just think that'd be crazy. So if you guys ever want to go to the Axe Murder House in Villasa, Iowa. Just look up the Axe Murder House in Villasa, yeah. Iowa, and it's $428 a night. Honestly, I don't know what it looks like, and I bet you it actually looks kind of like modern. Not really modern. I mean, 1912, but that was fucking 100 years ago. Yeah. Um, You want to read this one? Bed and breakfast. Yeah, bed and breakfast. It comes with a, a toe and a, and a butthole. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, the next true life horror story, The Haunted Doll. Oh, shit. All right, well, here we go. When you think of haunted dolls, it's likely the creepy old Victorian-looking porcelain that kind of springs to the mind. Mm. None of which you probably have laying around still. Still. But don't get too comfortable around any kids' toys too soon. Never. 
a Disney's Frozen Elsa doll. Oh, oh shit. shit. That was gifted for Christmas 2013 in Houston. Made headlines earlier this year when it seemingly, seemingly became haunted. The family decided to throw the creepy doll. Let it go, bitch. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> the family decided to throw the doll out. In December 2019, weeks later, they found it inside a bench in their living room. That's that, some like Annabelle shit. That bitch has been addictive. <laughs> so anyhow, the kids insisted they didn't pull it, or they didn't put it in there, I'm sorry, and believed that, what? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just reading ahead. Okay, and the the parents didn't believe the kids. <laughs> what? Yeah, the, the parents didn't believe them. So anyhow, they dug it through the garbage outside, and... Again, the doll wasn't there. So anyhow, at that point, Elsa ceased to sing the English redemption of Let It Go. Altogether, speaking only Spanish when pressed, the family then double-bagged the bizarre doll and placed it at the bottom of their garbage, which was taken out on garbage day. Mm. (coughs) Damn. (laughs) Spoke with some good shit over there. They went on a trip shortly after, but when they returned, Elsa, too, had came back. God. And was waiting in the backyard of their home. This time, the family mailed Elsa to a family friend in Minnesota. (laughs) Here, have this bitch. I don't want this damn doll no more. Who taped (laughs) up the haunted doll to the front bumper of his truck. (laughs) Oh, shit. Shit. It doesn't seem to have made its way back to the Houston family yet as per the what the hell's that madonna's latest february facebook update all oh, the family's update yeah. it hasn't made it back yet okay that was a short story but on top on, well, for instance dude this is like some annabelle shit you know with a haunted Dude, you imagine that dude going down the truck or down the highway and he hears that <laughs> let it go, let it go, let it go, dude, let it go. Bitch reached through his engine block and shut his shit down on the highway. <laughs> I would have put that bitch in my radiator. Mm, barbecue. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. But if, dude, for what demon's gonna put why don't you possess a G.I. Joe? Possess something that's cool. Why would you possess an Elsa doll? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> And then they're saying she sung the song in English, but it was a Spanish-speaking doll. How is it possessed, though? Uh, no, guys, okay, so if you're thinking, like, oh, this is a stupid story, on, yes, it yeah, is stupid. Yeah, we agree. I just picked a story. We're just we're reading off life horror stories, okay? And this, this is a true horror yeah, story true. that traumatized these people. <laughs> it might not traumatize you. <laughs> But no, it, it traumatized them. I didn't expect. I didn't. I didn't read it. I just copied and pasted it. So I mean, no. take it or leave it. It's a haunted fucking Elsa doll you know. where she is trying to just let it go, guys. Yeah, I'm Again, so sorry. Unfortunately, I'd be telling Elsa flat out. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I would not tolerate that bitch's mouth. No, no. You know they 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 do invent baseball bats. They invent twelve gauges. I would permanently just. You just see a pile of fluff. Yeah, else will be done. Oh, shit. All right, what other, I don't know. What other story you got over there that's kind of fruity? Sorry. Oh, man. I, I thought these were true life horrors. These ain't that's, horrors so That's far. pretty horror. <laughs> Your axe one's the only one that's been somewhat horror. All right, guys. So, fuck Elsa. You know, dude, why would you go to a doll? <laughs> like, go to a fucking doll. Bark, 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 bark. wolf, <laughs> wolf. 
All right. The Utah murder suicide. The Utah murder suicide. In 2014, a Utah teen returned to his home to find his parents and three siblings dead. In a notebook, a to-do list had been scribbled on pages. The list looked as if it was the parents were readying to go on vacation. Items such as feed the pets, feed someone, find someone to watch after the house is empty. The Salt Lake Turbine Turbine reported that it appeared to be a murder-suicide, but there was no suicide note, no prior indi- oh my God, indication that there would that that, blah, 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 that they would do this. No expl- explanations. The police could not figure out why the two parents would kill themselves and three of their children, of their well, three of their four children, because the one came home. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For a year, no one knew exactly what happened to the family or what would drive the parents to do something unthinkable. In January, I'm assuming of 2015, the police released more chilling details in the case. According to the accounts from the family members in an investigation by the police, the parents were driven to by belief that the apocalypse was coming and was obsessed with a convicted killer. So, for instance, okay, so... I don't know if that's like... So, I guess what was... What I'm getting out of this story is that... That this family thought the world was coming to an end. Mm-hmm. So they said, you know what? I'm not going to die by a bomb or a gas. <laughs> we're just going to kill each other. We're just going to kill the kids, mm. and then we're going to kill ourselves mm. with no note, nothing. So I can understand where people think that th- this was like an unsolved mystery, but how did they come from – how did they go from having absolutely nothing to driven by belief that there there was an apocalypse coming? And they were obsessed with a convicted killer. What convicted fucking killer? That's all the fucking, that's all that's on there. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you right now, true life horror stories are turning out to be true life fruity events because so far this shit's been pretty gay. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't say that. Like, I wouldn't say that. Like, literally, the first one was the only one that was somewhat decent. But that this is what happens when you read shit off the internet. Okay, so here here's one. Read read the fucking this one's called Dead Animals in the Walls. Ooh. <laughs> and skip all that shit. Okay, I'll this is called shit. Dead Animals in the Wall. Okay, Dead Animals in the Wall. Get the fuck off my screen. There we go. Alright. Dead Animals in the Wall. <laughs> when Brutus family Brutus damn, that's a weird name. The Brutus family decided to insulate their home in Auburn, Pennsylvania, in 2015, they discovered that it already been scores of dead animal carcasses. Cool. Previous owners loved how to decorate. Anyhow, the yeah. expert could you smell it? Attributed to the Do you rotting. Smell that? Yeah. <laughs> the expert attributed to the rotting animals in their walls to powwow or Dutch magic, a ritual originating in the culture of Pennsylvania Dutch to treat ailments, and gain in physical and spiritual protection. Mm. Pennsylvania Dutch were a group of German-speaking settlers to 
Pennsylvania Nine. in the 1600 and 1700s and are often Lutheran, Mennonite, and Amish faiths. The Washington Post notes that the magic of one notable ritual in the tradition is hex to create loyalty in a dog. So you put it in a fucking wall? I guess. So then they found uh, the mold found on the rotting carcasses in Brutus's home has caused illness among the family members, and they say that the odor hasn't gone away. Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock. You got dead animals in the wall. Well, <laughs> again. Honey, so. don't bury it in my backyard. I just I just put down plants and my nice little ferns. Just, just put the dog back into the uh, walls, yeah. okay? Dude, their drywall or plaster bill must be a son bitch. Oh my god! Every other week, you got to put something. Well, in the wall. honey, we can't afford insulation or anything, but we know the kids have been bitten by the dog. <laughs> Mold. I shouldn't I shouldn't laugh about it because this is this is supposedly true life. And yeah. here's the thing: even if they're true life horror stories, they're kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Check this one out. This one's called the Florida Devil Worshipping. Friends noticed that Daniel Horskins, a 35-year-old a school teacher near St. Petersburg, Florida, started acting strangely in June of 2012, developing a strange interest in demonic rituals. Soon after she was arrested, Danielle, I'm sorry, not Daniel. Soon after she was arrested for abuse of seven of her former students as a Tampa Bay Times reporter. <clears throat> Okay. Dan- Danielle Har- uh, Horskins told the kids that they needed to rip their bodies of the demons as a group gathering before the dusk Saturday around a small fire near St. Petersburg Pier. Jesus Christ. They should have cut their skins off to let the evil spirits out. Mm. Police said that she told the children. Then they needed to burn their wounds to ensure that those spirits would not return. Mm. God damn. Beef jerky. Mm. <laughs> Here you go. Tonight on the six o'clock news, we take the burnt children of this possessed woman and what she decided to do with the kids. Excuse me, sir. I I was on the pier and I, I smell some children stink. <laughs> I mean, what are people thinking? I'm gonna. I don't know. I, I, there, there's that more. don't make no damn sense. I. Why would you want to hurt kids? First off. No, sometimes you do want to punch kids in the face. I mean, I I, mean, I wouldn't. I don't. I would. I don't understand that. I mean, it's still it's back. Well, to dude, there's the there's old, more. There's more to it. Problem. There's a lot of problems going on. Yeah. When Horskins held a lighter to one of the teens' hands, the wind blew the flame out. Police said, <laughs> <laughs> "Good. That was hopefully that kid's grand dead grandpa ghost coming down it to prom- save his ass." It promoted her to douse her hand in perfume before oh. setting it on fire. The boy set, suffered second degree burns. Police said. He, she said, "Honey, hold your hand out. Well, hold your hand out." I'm glad the f- the first time the wind at least tried to blow it out for him. <laughs> I bet huh? she was like, hey, "Have you ever seen Fantastic Four? Oh, do you want to be the Human Torch? Mm. Do you want to be the fucking Human Torch? Now, give me your hand. Give me your hand, <laughs> Billy. Don't don't resist. <laughs> I'm gonna make you a star. I'll get the roller, you motherfucker." Mm. Another teen was cut on the neck with a broken bottle. Police said that Harkins used a flame to heat the small key, which she used to, Jesus, um, cauterize the wound. Cauterize the wound. So she slit him and then 
She let the spirits out, and then she took a hot key and then pressed it against that the That wasn't cut. spirits leaving their body. That was the steam coming out their body. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it burns. It's supposed to burn. It's the demons coming out. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. Poor kids. Got some scars on them. Well, I wonder if, like, dude, it'd be interesting to have, like, somebody. I mean, if I was in a, a tragic event like that, I wouldn't talk to people. But, man, we, we get us some... <laughs> fucking florida devil worshiping dude the police was notified because of a friend of one of the students was you can't even talk <laughs> you know what shut the fuck up and the ritual raised alarms however none of the students of themselves told their parents about the events or would comment following the arrest of harkins from aggravated battery and children abuse well here's the thing Mm, I don't do that's just so weird but they don't really it doesn't really say why she did it investigators said that they have spoken to Harkins but she did not spell spill out what type of religion or what Dude, would require 90% of the today shit is because people were smoking some weird shit and it there's they're paranoid yeah they're yeah. literally believing that there's something telling them to do this shit yeah it's no different out there on the west coast and there's a little bit on the east coast but mainly in the west coast that flock of shit turning people into human zombies and shit that was some crazy shit. Now that's a true life horror story. Well, it's like Flocka, the the bath salt people eating like animals and shit. Well, like there was this one dude, I I don't know where it was, but he he got mad because the dog kept barking, so he went to the dog and fucking ate it like right on their lawn. Yeah, what are you gonna bite a dog for? That's rude. That's a little fluffy. But yeah, I mean, but again. That flock of stuff, that was bad shit. I remember that seeing that. Your flesh. Like, where people were, like, <clears throat> butt-ass naked, running and jumping in front of buses and shit. Yeah. And, like, getting up and running off. And then, like, it would take mad police to Even if, that. like, they didn't get tased. Well, even though they got tasted, they just kept going. Now, we got another story. This one's called The Indianapolis Exorcism. Okay, well, let's this one see it. interesting. All right. Last year, <clears throat> Indianapolis Star published... This lengthy report on a family terrorized by three children allegedly possessed by demons. Get away, demons! Yeah. The account of Latoya Amans and her family tells the disturbing story of children climbing up the walls, getting thrown across the room, and the children threatening doctors in deep, unnatural voices. Well, you know, this, this sounds like the uh, the devil house that that dude from... um. Um, what the hell is it called? Um, paranormal? No, Ghost Hunters. Well, it was a guy. He did like Ghost Hunters and shit, but he uh, he had his own show. I forget his name, Zach something. Mm -hmm. But he purchased this house in Indiana that this shit was happening. And dude, the whole documentary is phenomenal. I forget his name. Yeah. Well, Ghost Adventures. It goes on. Uh, <clears throat> they said it seemed like it was something out of a movie or a fantasy, except all these accounts were more less corroborated or corroborated with nearly 800 pages of official records obtained by the Indianapolis Star and recounted them in more than a dozen interviews with police, DCS personnel, yeah, psychologists, family members, and Catholic priests. So uh, then, yeah, one more chilling section of the report includes a segment about a possessed nine-year-old. Fuck, that'd be, that'd be rough. And... Okay, I'm kind of reading it. It uh, The nine-year-old had this weird grin and walked backwards up the wall to the ceiling, then flipped over, landing on his feet, and never let go of his grandmother's hand. 
Wow. Then another segment that had people all messed up. Supposedly there was a 12-year-old would later tell that mental health professionals that sometimes she felt that she was being choked and held down to where she couldn't speak or move. And she heard voices. Like, Like sleep paralysis. Something. But then she said she heard voices say she'd never see her family again and wouldn't live another 20 minutes. Jesus Christ. So that's that's like the um the seat prialis monster. A lot of people um that believe in that stuff where there is a there's a certain term for the <clears throat> creature that sits on your chest while you're sleeping. Um oh I, I gotta Google it real quick because it's definitely worth the Google. But this this, this thing sleep prialis monster. So I'm 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 Googling. Um Wow. Um, but it it sits on your. Oh God, dude, it's so freaking creepy. Demon. I know there's. It starts with a G. The ghouly monster. <laughs> ghouly monster. But anyways, so this demon sits on your chest, and you can't you can't speak. It's not sitting. Calm down. He sits on your chest and takes a dump. <laughs> I want to poop on you. But anyways, you wake up in the middle of the night. It doesn't matter what time it is. But this thing. A lot of people experience, you know, paranormal activities when it's happening or experience whatever, but they can't, they're basically paralyzed. So what the way scientists and doctors say that you wake up from a deep sleep and your body is completely paralyzed. You can't speak. You can't, you can breathe and stuff. Your eyes can move, but you can't do anything. I told you not to take that candy from that stranger. (laughs) Don't you? But they, they. But that's just that that'd be fucking terrifying. Yeah, I but again <clears throat> And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I mean there's just some weird shit out there, it's unexplainable. Oh god. Again, this is why we want to get sweets on board of this paranormal shit. Yeah. Because Well, I got a proton pack, so <laughs> I got a proton pack. Dude, it's, it's better <laughs> that that bitch better fucking you know, catch up on some Ghostbuster films. I'm gonna pla- I'm gonna blast his ass up. He's gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna it. Plasma blast his Dude, ass. Dude, he's getting it. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. For oh yeah, I've been waiting for years. you, motherfucker. I got your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking up. I'll it's like that movie up. with Tom Hanks, um, with a creepy neighbors on next door. Red Rover, Red Rover. It's them Steve on over. Mm. You know what that is? Um, pop my head. The the, the, the what the fuck is it called? The Verns, not the Verns. The Verns. Um, <laughs> the Verns. The oh, what the hell was that called? But it was with Tom Hanks, and there was some like weird shit happening next door, and there was lights flickering, flickering and shit. Yeah, it's a good movie. Off the top of my head, I don't remember that one. But man, dude, I just imagine. Well, I remember that that there's a Devil House movie like that. And it's a documentary, and these these kids were doing the exact same shit that was happening in Indianapolis. Well, the this Ghost Adventures guy, I can't ever think of his last name, but his name's Zach. He went out, he bought this house. Just bought it, because no one would want to live in it. Well, dude, throughout the whole documentary, some shit was going down. Again, some of it is a little bit over-exaggerated and stuff, but some of the stuff that is happening in these films, it's like... What's going on, sweetheart? Mm-hmm. You better you better calm down. Calm it down, Daddy. Chill. Calm it down, Tammy. What the hell is that? Um, but yeah, that be that one. Fuck that. And the the haunted Elsa doll. That's funny. That's not even scary. That's hilarious. Elsa's out Montana right now, cruising on Uncle's truck. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, I, I don't know the axe murder house, man. There, I mean, there's so many unsolved murder mysteries. For instance, the Black Dahlia murders. A lot of people say that it was a surgeon that did it, a doctor, because the cuts were too precise. Maybe it wasn't even that. Maybe it was just a student that studied it. Some people think it was a lady. The same thing with the Zodiac Killer. Till this day, nobody knew or knows about the Zodiac Killer. It's like there's nobody knows about the Chillicothe Killer, and nobody knows about the fucking Torso Killer, dude. That's when we read that one last night. That was crazy. Well, the whole Chillicothe one. That's only this is Chillicothe, Ohio. Yeah, this one here is the crazy one. This I've heard for years because I used to hunt out in that way. That one there kind of on the fence about because yes it's wrong you just can't just go killing people but this one the the person that's doing these murders are killing strictly prostitutes that's all they do is kill prostitutes why what's the point obviously he has a problem with or he or she has a problem with prostitutes and they don't like it and they just kill people (laughs) so they just kill them and they kill women well not yeah well whoever's whoever's prostituting so but anyhow i've seen one prostitute in my life there for a while up the road there on Central, we used to see them all the time, but sl- now they've slowly been trying to upgrade down there. It's now, getting better. Now they got OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got to leave our home no more, motherfuckers. <laughs> you pay fans. us. <laughs> God damn you, Internet. Yeah, Internet ruined everything. <laughs> I like to see. I, I like to try before I buy. Uh, <laughs> Can I have a sniff? <laughs> oh. oh. The great sniff of 2014. Oh, God. <laughs> But, yeah, it's one of those things that... What was, what was going on with the Chillicothe murders? Well, um, off the top of my head, this is the weird thing. It was going constantly. Women were disappearing left and right. Mm-hmm. Then it just, out of nowhere, it just randomly stopped. They don't know why, where, and they can never find out who was doing it. And to this day, they still don't know who did it. So how were they murdering these women? It, they, they, they don't know. The women just disappeared. Oh, they never found their bodies. Sometimes they never even found the bodies. But then, <clears throat> you know, it was just one of them speculations. They know they were murdered, and well, they just, literally, like right from like right down the street from your house. And I think it was back in either 2014, 2016. There were a couple kids playing out in the yard. This is in Middletown, Ohio. Um, there was you can Google it and everything, dude. It's, it's I, I I came across the story because you can ask sweets over here. Dude, I love watching police activity, horror stories and shit. I love just like, oh my gosh, this happened near me. So I was, um, I just typed in Middletown, Ohio on YouTube and I came across this uh, news article video and a couple kids were playing out in a yard or whatever and they came across this old, you know, blue barrel that like oil or some type of like fluids come in. Well, they tipped it over, and there were fucking body parts in the damn thing. Mm. And this was just not too long ago. And the the woman was <clears throat> lot like missing for, fuck, I mean, for, for a couple months, and they found the body. And it was just this strange fucking dude. I mean, I, I've never seen the guy ever in my life, but just it's just you never know who is around you ever. It's like when I was little, when me and Bobby and my mom and my Aunt Eileen, we drove up to Massachusetts to go see my dad because he had a job up there. Yeah. 
and we went to Salem. We went to Boston. We did our thing. This is during wintertime. And then on our way back, we had to stop in Connecticut because there was a massive snowstorm and we couldn't drive anymore. So we stopped at this fucking, the worst hotel I've ever <laughs> seen. dude. And it was in the middle of fucking nowhere. Norman Bates. <clears throat> Basically. And so we went to this hotel and it was like one of those like old school, you know, downstairs, upstairs bullshit. You have hotels up there, mm-hmm. but it's the ones you have to walk outside to go into yeah. your room. <clears throat> so anyways, I was probably about, you know, eight or nine years old and Bobby was probably like 12 or 13 years old. So we were still pretty young. And mom said that she's like, well, I'm going to go get some ice. And then Aunt Eileen went with mom. And I remember when my mom and my aunt left the room, there was this man that walked past the window. All right. And then the man walked past the window again. So me and Bobby were fucking scared. So we locked the door and we went back into the bed and we kept washing window with all the lights on. Well, the man came back to the window and just stared. Right into the fucking window. Dude, me and Bobby were fucking terrified. We don't know what was going to happen. Because mm. what if we did open the door? Would yeah. he have killed us? Would he have murdered us? Like, would he have... Maybe know, he would have just give you some candy. I Yeah. Yeah. Little little Twizzler. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want his little Twizzler. I'm sorry. <laughs> but here's the thing. What if he got in? Yeah. What Like, what if my mom... I don't, but we never seen him again, ever. Because after mom and Aunt Eileen came back... That was it. And we tried to tell mom, but she didn't fucking believe us. Of course, yeah. parents ain't going to believe kids. Like, oh, you're just fibbing. You're seeing things. Nah. That big old man was just staring right into the fucking window when we were in Connecticut in a snowstorm. Mm. Fuck that. Maybe he just wanted to come in and get warm. Yeah, get warm with my insides. Maybe. Yeah, you, no, you thank you. never know. What, like, was it like Luke Skywalker <laughs> cutting open that freaking animal? <laughs> hey. I got to live inside this for a few that'll, hours. That'll be on the next episode. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> Next episode, <laughs> Luke Skywalker cuts open a Yeti. But anyhow, um, is there any other horror stories or things you got going on here, oh, man? Honestly, it's almost my dinner time. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she texted me. Said it was dinner. So it's four forty six p.m. Eastern time right so. now, fellers. Um, let me see. There are. I know. I mean, it's not a horror story, but my mom when she when she lived in the um a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, my mom lived in this hotel, uh, again, my, my parents or not really my parents, but my mom, they don't need to know. But anyways, my <laughs> mom was living in a hotel and, um, they, they kept on getting fumes and stuff and this weird smell. Were there bodies in the wall? No. I mean, no. even better. Mm. So the people behind them, mm. so the hotel was, you know, like a normal hotel, but there's people behind you and people beside you. Yeah. So these people were behind them. And um, <clears throat> one night, mom was told by the police at like three o'clock in the morning to evacuate mm-hmm. their area. So they they woke up. Mom and Todd left out. Yeah, and they went outside. And then there was a fire. So what what the fire was? There was a fucking meth lab. Yeah. right behind them, mm. and it caught on fire. So the fumes that were coming into the hotel. Yeah, so they were they were like, whoa. Yeah, that's some poisonous <laughs> shit. They were fucked up. But dude, that's the shit. That shit that, can explode. Exactly. They're lucky they it didn't explode and take yeah. out the whole hotel. No, cool. Boom! A fucking hydrogen bomb just blowing the fuck up. Yeah, that would have been bad. So yeah. Um, well, uh, that's enough with the horror stories. I mean, that's uh, episode six. You yep. know, it's a short one, but you know what? We have uh, plenty more to come, guys. Yeah, plenty more. Plenty more. I know the next episode is in a few days, and mm-hmm. we're going to 
talk about Bigfoot and Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to try to figure out what the fuck's their problem. <laughs> what the fuck? Bigfoot? What the fuck's your problem? But anyways, guys, again, you know, Dark Carousel Podcast is running full time. Coming out every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. And the greatest thing about Dark Carousel Podcast, if you ever want to message us or talk to us, listen, fellas, we're always here to talk and we're always here to, you know, do ideas and stuff. And we can always get down to stuff. And again, I'm Snags the Clown. That's Mr. Sweets. This is Dark Carousel Podcast. And again, guys, we love spooky stuff. Thank you so much. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank Peace you. out. See you guys.